The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherd at Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherd at Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. Welcome to The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein in the studio once again with Mike Gillen. and hey. Brandon Owen, a dear friend and principal for Summerin Commercial Realty and now Summerin Realty Investments. So welcome, Brandon. Thank you, Mark. Good afternoon. Well, you know, I tell you, I had to invite you to come on and be on the show so we could see each other. I haven't seen you forever. <laughs> it has been a while. <laughs> it has been a while since the Christian Chamber, I guess. I got, I got to share this, Mike. I just told you a couple of minutes ago, most people know that Ronnie, my wife, is yeah. in hospice care, and yes. we're working on a memorial now to, to put together. And Christina Ruzzi, who's been on the show, she's mm -hmm. going to emcee it, and she's coordinating it. But we wanted uh, a few people that knew Ronnie and I well as a couple mm -hmm. together to, to say a few words. And um, there was a very, very short list, and we asked Brandon to be one of those people. And when I told Ronnie he accepted uh, she teared up. Oh. And so, Brandon, again, I just want to thank you. Uh, you're welcome. For being a very special, dear friend. Special thing to be a part of. So, Brandon, you have started this new branch of Summer and Commercial. Uh, first of all, share what Summer and Commercial is, and then we'll morph into what it is now. All right. Well, Summer and Commercial Real Estate is is my own uh, real estate company. I became a uh, I've been in real estate since 2004, but I got my broker's license in 2016 and decided to start my own company. Um, trying to decide what that would be called was was difficult, uh, but most of my business is in uh, Orange County and Seminole County, and so Cimarron made sense, perfect sure. sense to me uh, for the combination of those two words, uh, Seminole and Orange. So I started doing that and basically been serving folks in the commercial real estate world, selling buildings, leasing buildings, selling lands, you know, that sort of stuff uh, since 2016. And over the last couple of years, it's sort of morphed into more uh, doing some more investment on my own side mm -hmm. and uh, mostly in the land business. But I can do that statewide uh, because I don't physically have to be on site so much for land. So so was that more of a, a response to uh, the years at the time of COVID or is just where you just felt like you your interest and passion was? Yeah, I made requests from people to to help with with different things. Um, uh, the ability to go more statewide and, and work around the state. Uh, the fact that I'm getting a little older and looking to retire, um, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Certainly, COVID uh, uh, did slow things down significantly in the in the commercial world, and and still it's you know pretty slow in the commercial world. Uh, but uh, just more of my interests, I, I was able to help people. Uh, which is sort of my my mantra. If you, I mean, the, everybody sure. says they go into business to help people, and I, I'm able to just help people uh, with their real estate requirements. Let's give people a really good illustration of how you did that, Mike. I think I've shared with you in the past many years ago. The church that I actually helped found uh, wanted to buy a piece of property, and they did. It was uh, kind of in the Apopka area, off of 429. It was a beautiful 
piece of property, like about 40 acres or mm-hmm. 38 or whatever. And they decided they wanted to sell it. And for a couple of years, it was up for sale. They kept, the realtor kept lowering the price, or lowering mm-hmm. the price, and nobody was taking it. I asked the board, I said, you know, the, the uh, contractor, whatever, with the other people were coming up. I said, you really need to talk to Brandon Owen. They did, came into the board. You made a great impression. Tell our audience what you did and why that pro- that property almost sold overnight. Well, the, the property was, was zoned industrial, um, but it was bounded on one side by a highway and on the other side by a, by a, a um, residential neighborhood. And the only way to get there was across a little two-lane bridge. Um, and so as I looked at it from an industrial perspective and anything I've sold from an industrial perspective, you know, people want rail lines, they want, you know, wider roads, they want highways coming to the property, not just going by the property. And so, um, as I looked at that property, I said, well, gee, this should be a residential property, not a industrial property. Sure. And so I went to the city and, and they were very supportive of, 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 the, you know, potentially rezoning that of course I had to go through all the processes right. and such. So. Um, so we started working on that and, uh, um, uh, getting, at least getting the, the green light that it, that was something they would support, uh, began, uh, marketing it that way to the marketplace instead of as an industrial property, as, as a residential development type property. And it, um, worked out that, um, if I found a builder to, to, that wanted to build there. But there, there was something key in it. As soon as you got the listing. You raised the price. Now, people had been dropping the price. You put it up to where the church would be made whole Yeah, the price. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I talked to people about as I was talking to them about the property and, and you know, when I would find out that they're not interested in it, uh, I would ask why. And, they, and a lot of them didn't want the church to be left holding the bag, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, for what probably would have been close to half a million dollars, I think, at the time. Um, and so what we did was we raised the price back up to, to where, after all costs and expenses were paid, that the church would be made whole. And as it turns out, we found a builder. Um, they've built, I don't know how many hundreds of homes out there now. And um, uh, the church left the table with the, with all their money. You made a lot of people very happy. <laughs> I, so, and and I, I kept telling everybody, this guy can sell dirt. <laughs> Well, it did sell wait, dirt. Wait a minute. I think that's exactly what real estate is, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, a bear dirt. Bear, bear dirt. dirt. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the, the what the National Association of Realtors says is underneath it all is the land, that's you know, right. the dirt. So even back then, you just had this innate acumen uh, for knowing how to to present and, and sell and market property. Yeah, well, in the commercial world, people tend to focus on one particular type of product. Either they're an industrial broker or they're a office broker or a retail broker. And so you guys had your property listed with with industrial brokers. And so Mm -hmm. they were trying to sell it as an industrial piece of land. Well, I come to, I usually take a look and I say, well, what is really the highest and best use for this property? What can it be? What can be done with it? And try to figure that out. And that's what I did in this case was, was it just didn't look to me like anybody's going to buy that land as an industrial piece of land. Well, you know, some people think outside the box. In your case, the box has been gone for a long time. (laughs) I mean, you are a very free thinker. So this is the shepherd at work. And what we do is we talk to people who are believers Mm -hmm. and how they are having impact uh, in in the community without just having to do Bible studies and 
and and and and things like witnessing and things but who are really witnessing through their occupation you have an amazing opportunity to do that all the time so let's talk for a second about the in the, the investment who do you serve and let's talk about some of the different ways that 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 works yeah it just seems as of late a lot of my work has been involving um folks who have either inherited land um or who have taken it over from from predecessors in the family and so right now i'm helping a family through a probate process there's i mean yesterday literally i just found a son or a grandson for this woman who she didn't know where he was um and so i that i put them in touch yesterday and uh um, I helped a family um, a couple of weeks ago sell a restaurant that uh, that had been in the family for a while, and um, they needed to unload it because nobody in the family did the restaurant thing anymore. So, um, just been able to help families do those sorts of things. Um, I mean, one had a uh, a family who, where unfortunately they were going to build on a piece of land. Um, at, they were from out of state. They were going to move to Florida and build on a piece of land, and uh, unfortunately, the husband became addicted um, to drugs, mm. and they weren't going to be able to do that. And so they wanted to sell the land so that they could then, you know, take that money and put it towards other priorities in sure. their family. You had mentioned predecessors, but there's also in this industry predators. There are. So I'm listening to the story you just told. And there are people that would come and go in, get there, and if somebody was under duress, they would take advantage of them and then make a law, a, a bunch on the other side. You don't do it that way. No, well, I, I try to look at it. I mean, it's because I am a broker and I am an investor, I can look at it and see how can I best serve that family. Um, uh, if it's if it's out of the area uh, and it's land, I really can't do it as a broker. Uh, I mean, I guess I could do it as a broker, but I don't, I wouldn't so much because I can't really travel there a, a lot. Um, so I might, I might actually end up looking at buying the land from them and seeing how I can repurpose it or find someone else to buy it. Um, uh, I just try to give people a fair deal for, um, for what they have. I mean, uh, certainly as on the investment side, we can't offer full price on things because we got to turn around and you know find a use for it. Um, but, um, I try to give people a fair deal. And if, if they want more than I can pay, then I, uh, I let them know uh, that, you know, there's probably other options for them that would work better. Um, but uh, that's on the land side, on the, you know, on the commercial side, I, I kind of do, do the straight brokerage business uh, here in town as well. But uh, there's not a lot of call for that in the smaller uh, land business. Well, we're going to take a break in just a little bit. Um, before we do, Brandon, uh, somebody's listening to the show and they want to, chat with you, they want to learn a little bit more, how's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, the best phone number probably to reach me at is 321-985-5263. And I, I say that's the best one because there's multiple numbers, but the, that one uh, has a text capability that folks can text back and forth as well if that's their preference. And of course, this program is not only heard in Central Florida, but in or, um, Ocala, the Villages, Gainesville, even as far as Tampa uh, to, to the West. So would you be able to help people in those areas also? Yeah. Outside the Orlando area, it's going to be primarily the land investment side of things. Okay. But, uh, as far as commercial, uh, orange Seminole counties, uh, land anywhere in the state. Perfect. We're with Brandon Owen and we'll be back in just a minute. 
If you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-Led Communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-Led Communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-Led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. We're back, Mark Goldstein in the studio again with Mike Gillen and our guest, Brandon Owen, and we're talking about all things real estate, but we're looking at land. And so, Brandon, is what kind of expertise difference is there between, let's say, a residential uh, realtor, a commercial realtor, and somebody who specializes in land? Well, for, for most people in their in their individual lives, if they're going to sell a piece of land, they're going to sell a a lot in a subdivision or maybe 40 acres somewhere. Um, the people that they're going to go to, they're going to pick up the phone and, and do, you, do you know a realtor? And most people know at least one realtor, if not multiple realtors, but those realtors are primarily trained in selling houses mm-hmm. or, or on the commercial side in selling, you know, a building, if you will. They're not necessarily trained in selling um, land, which can have multiple different types of uses depending on the zoning. So sure. I, I sort of specialize in doing that and advertising it in the places where those types of people would find, uh, find the property. So uh, that's what I did with your church's property, for example. So, which leads to the question, if somebody has a piece of property, you see these for sale by owners and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. What is the real benefit if somebody has a piece of property to go through a professional like you, rather than just trying to sell it themselves? Well, if people are looking to put a piece of property on the market and they don't really know how to sell it, um, they can come to me and I can decide or help them decide, you know, what's the best way to go. Uh, if, if, if it's a smaller piece of property, um, you know, even a larger piece of property, if it's in a lower value area, uh, I might be able to buy it from them and then, and, you know, and then turn around and work with a builder to build something on it or something like that, as opposed to them sitting on it for six months or a year, uh, trying to sell it with a, with an agent, um, who's trying to sell it at the full market value and maybe not knowing exactly how to market it. Uh, that agent is going to make, you know, 3% maybe on, on the deal. And if they're making 3% on a $50,000 piece of property, they're not making very much money. Uh, they'd much better be out selling a three or $400,000 house. So I can help them out, uh, from an investor perspective to, to find the right fit for them as far as that goes. Well, and going back to the property that my church owned, um, a lot of people, when they have a piece of property, they look and see what they think it can be, and that's who they market to. You look at a piece of property and see what it could be, and then go after those markets and do what it takes to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's it you, you can't really change very much because it's if it's a lot in a subdivision, it's going to have a house on it. I mean, that's just all there can be done to it. 
but if it's if it's a larger piece of land that's zoned um, and it's not in a subdivision, not necessarily in a park, it can can be multiple things. So yeah, put put something on there that makes sense to serve that that local community. I'm going to throw something out I didn't even ask you about, but I'm just going to throw it out. Brandon, have you ever seen a time in an interaction where you knew that it was a God moment, that this whole transaction happened for a higher reason? Well, I mean, obviously your church, um, assisting your church was, uh, was a pretty obvious one. I mean, I've just had a number of cases where um, people have been referred to me by people in the faith community uh, for the most part uh, who have said, call Brandon because, you know, he, he's going to deal straight with you or whatever. I mean, like I said, I just sold a, just sold a property who, uh, for a, for a, for a family who, who had their dad had a restaurant there and they mm-hmm. didn't do that anymore. Um, I've sold um, properties for people who, who have passed away um, and have helped them get through the probate process or, whose husband owned it and now the wife had it and she had nothing to do with it and no, no way to maintain it. A lot of people who have been let, you know, letting the taxes lapse on them and then they're going to lose them. So um, I can come in and help them to not lose that property and then also re- you know, retain the, the monies for it to help them you know, get on with life, if you will. Well, and because of your philosophy, because of your, uh, your faith undergirding, you do not go in as a predator. No. You, you don't go in to to see how much you can make on it, but how you can create a win-win situation. It's got to be win-win. You know, I mean, it's in the end, everybody has to make a living, right? But, uh, but it's got to be a win-win situation for everyone. Um, when, when it comes down to it, talk about some of the most, some of the unique situations that you came into and, and helped that person that, that may have been in, in distress or whatever. Well, a couple of them that I've had recently um, <clears throat> really involve more like landlocked properties. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know what a landlocked property is, but it's a property that doesn't have any legal access to it. So there's no road that goes to it. There's no easement across another property that can get you there. You know, so do you have to be like the, Illis- the, the Israelites who have to ask e- the Edomites if they could traverse their, their land to get uh, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. I mean, I, I had a, I had a piece of property that was a, an acre and it was behind this lady's house. I mean, there was no way to get to it except for this driveway that went through her property to the one behind it. Well, as it turns out that that driveway had no legal access either. So I negotiated with her to, to, to allow the, the, the lot behind her to have access to that lot. So now, now there's a family that was able to buy an acre for $6,500, I think it was, to put their family's mobile home on. And now, you know, kids can go to school that were, you know, moving around and those sorts of things. So um, I just individually work through those types of processes. And, you know, uh, that's that, that's good at the end of the day when you, when you call people after the closing and you say, you know, how's everything going? Um, did you get everything you expected? And they're like, yeah. And usually usually they've, they've gotten more than they expected. I'm surprised you didn't list it as a heli- helicopter pad. <laughs> I was thinking airport, but then yeah, after you landed, you'd have to have some way to get off that property, right? I, actually, it probably would have been better listed as a fish camp because uh, the people who had owned it before had actually uh, sold the dirt to a, to the county for the roads. And, and so it was a, there was a huge thing there that they had planned to be a fish pond. Um, and it never materialized into a fish pond. So there was probably a half acre of, 
what could be a fish pond and a half acre where you could put a house. So does that happen often where there's a piece of property with no uh, let's truly landlocked like that? Yeah, is- yeah, I've 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 had a number. I've I probably sold three or four pieces in, just in the last year that were is landlocked. That right. Wow. Yeah, one I sold to a family that um, it was an acre, and they just wanted to go out and be able to have their own little garden out there, um, out in the middle of the of. I think that was Alachua County, if I remember correctly. So, um, yeah, they were able, they wanted to do that. And the next, the, another one was a gentleman owned um, a whole bunch of acreage for, for trees. And this was next to it. And that was, you know, there were five or six neighbors. And I said, well, hey, would you like to own it? And he said, sure. And so he sold it to the neighbor. So, um, you know, there's, there's various ways, but you got to know, you got to be able to track people down. You got to look for them. I mean, just like the sun that I found yesterday, um, I did that just through, you know, searching the internet and making phone calls. I mean, I probably called 10, 20 numbers to find this gentleman. And just changing the subject a little bit, you and I have a favorite pastime, which is cruising. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been able to do it for uh, like three and a half years. Since you've been on one. <laughs> but prior to that, I was on 31. You've been on at least that many. No, now. no, I'm not. I have, I have not reached your level of, of uh, <laughs> But you're still cruising now, and 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 I'm not. What? Well, but the thing is, you might be able to write it off as business. Because have you been on a cruise where you haven't uh, taken your business with you? Well, I always take my business with me, um, and I'm always answering phone calls or returning emails or things like that. But I've never written off a cruise. Uh, <laughs> if the IRS is listening, this is totally true. <laughs> I've never, I've never written off a cruise as a business. Uh, <laughs> now, I may have, I may have, I may have charged an internet package to it a time or two because I was working on contracts. But, sure. uh, uh, but that'd be the only thing. Well, and the thing is, people really should never say that Brandon Owens out to sea. <laughs> occasionally all right we, we have about two and a half minutes left in the show in all fairness we really do need to talk to those who have commercial real estate who are looking for commercial real estate how can you help and serve them yeah well, I, I really cater or, or really am able to help mostly owners of buildings or owners of land uh to 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 fill it, if, if you will. I mean, offices, I think, has become a little bit more difficult since COVID, um, just because people are working from home a lot. But uh, um, the, the industrial market is just crazy. So if, uh, if anybody owns an industrial building, you know, those, are, those are highly in demand. Um, we can get that out there, and we can oftentimes get bidding wars on things like that. I, I did have uh, on one building a couple of years ago, a, sort of a bidding war on one. Um, on the land side, it's, um, uh, you know, just... Um, finding, finding the right buyer for it. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people wanting to move to Florida, um, for various reasons and, um, just finding the right buyer for that land. If, if you own land, um, I can, I can help with that. Knowing the, uh, knowing the zoning, knowing the access and those sorts of things. And that's the key. A professional like you will help somebody find the right buyer quicker than if they just sit on the land and hope that somebody comes along and trying to sell it by themselves. Right. Well, I, and sometimes, you know, you can get more if you, if you sit on something for a much longer period of time, but what are your carrying costs? I mean, you're right. paying taxes on, on vacant land, for example, that you're not making any money on, uh, you know, things like that. So it's, it's much better to, to go ahead and figure out what you can do with it and, and do it. So give everybody your contact information again. And so that they can make your phone ring. 
<laughs> yeah, the best way is, is really by phone. I, I know it's old-fashioned, but uh, 321-985-5263. And again, you can text that number or you can call that number uh, your, your, your choice. It's 321-985-5263. Perfect. Thank you very much. And Brandon, I'm going to have to do a show again with you pretty soon. Again, because that'll probably be the next time I get to see you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show today and being a blessing to Central Florida and beyond. You're welcome, Mark. Thank you. And for Mike Illen, Mark Goldstein, and Brandon Owen, you've been listening to Shepherd at Work. We'll see you next week. been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who'll show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.